I don't think we have ever released an episode without Jackal before. Um, we have recorded at least two episodes without Jackal before, uh, both of which were not able to be released. Uh, one of which has Finch getting ridiculously drunk and crying about how much she loves Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad. That was a bad episode. No. I still have the file for it too. I can use it as blackmail. I cry about fruit bats in that episode too. <laughs> And then the other jackal hopped in at the end, but we uh, we bullied Alien too hard. <laughs> oh my god, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. So we've 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 crossed some lines on this show before. We have several unreleased episodes that you know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'll come out if the show ends, like right at the end. I'll just like release it and oh, god. block all the co-hosts so they can't stop me. Yeah. <laughs> when we're all like fucking like ninety six. Yeah, we have prestigious jobs in academia, and you just mm-hmm. decide to fuck us. <laughs> here's just, and here's the uh, drunk Finch episode. All right, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Never talking to y'all again. This is the second worst thing journalist Philip Cozy has put out through the entirety of his career. The worst. <laughs> the second worst. What's the worst? What's the worst? I can think of them. Phil, some of the things you have said on this podcast. Yeah, I've been thinking I need to get a soundboard for this show, mm-hmm. um, and there's like clips I want to have on it, and one of them is last episode, uh, Phil going, you cord fed little bitch. Oh my god. <laughs> I just want that on a button. <laughs> I'm glad you guys <laughs> have had so much fun while I've been away at my uncle's. It's It's been it's been good, but it's, it's good to have you back, Finch. Thank you, thank you. Uh I, I have... oh, does that seem like a cold open there that we just did? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Catholic Breaking Bad was the only other one I had. Oh, Catholic Breaking Bad? Yeah. Yo, Father White! <laughs> Welcome to Bad and Burger, everybody. <laughs> Yo, bitch, um, administer the sacred sacrament. But it's over and over. We we left off uh, previously on Mammonburg. Uh, Finch has been has been taken hostage. Her plane was taken over by neo Confederates. No sign of Finch. A week has passed since the day Finch was supposed to arrive back in Mammonburg. And it's it's Protestant chaos. Once the Protestants heard that the, the Catholic leadership would not be returning, they've been going through the streets. They've been destroying relics. Uh, the iconoclasts are going crazy. It's it's chaos. People are, are walking around chanting the, the points of tulip. It's it's nonsense. But the rare the rare Catholic, you know, minority has been holding strong in this time. And they see on this this great, wonderful day that the two Episcopalian revolutionaries are they're speaking. They're they're crying out and saying, you know, wait that we, we this is owned by England now. But a, a plane a plane is arriving and and we can hear the sounds of Ave Maria uh, coming out of the plane as <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
the Protestant mi- or the uh, the Catholic minorities are rushing out with their rosaries and, and overtaking us. So, of course, we have uh, Episcopalian revolutionary himself, Phil, uh, about to be executed probably by the Finchian government. I just gotta say, um, I'm currently uh, eating a bag of chips while while I'm being held up. These chips, they're they're okay. They're not fit to be, like, a last meal. Like, they're not last meal good, which is kind of sad since I'll be executed by the Catholics. <laughs> they're just alright. Classic sea salt Joe's chips. Like, I mean, they're fine. It says that they're retro potato chips. I, what does that even mean? How do you how do you retro the product? How do you make the production of potato chips retro? It's like rosary wielding people like trying to like set him up and like draw and quarter him like with horses while oh he's God. just like nomming on a, a bagel and some chips uh, I'm, I'm of course Josiah uh, my head is already being set down on the chopping block um, and then as the plane arrives we have returning from her hiatus Finch herself the door opens up and uh, I walk out into <laughs> standing at the top of the stairs from the plane's opening <laughs> I look upon the uh, crowd of angry pan- panicking Protestants and Catholics and I just throw the severed head of a neo-confederate down <laughs> onto the ground <laughs> Oh man! Uh, and uh, they all go silent. I say this ends now. <laughs> I brought the Italian forces. <laughs> I start shaking a little at the at Italian forces. <laughs> like, oh God, no! <laughs> no, not the not the pizza pie Air Force resistance. Yeah. <laughs> The tide is yeah, beginning yeah. to turn already. As I bring the hammer down, as a bunch of Swiss guards come out of the back of the plane, Italian mis- guards are, are shooting down uh, Protestant revolutionaries <laughs> with penne pasta coming yeah. out of their guns. <laughs> <just> like- <laughs> Absolutely. Meanwhile, I'm just walking over like all the dead Protestant bodies. <laughs> I just have like squeezing. this red cape on. <laughs> I come up to you and Phil, about to be decapitated and drawn in a corner. I say, you two, come with me. I have a fate worse than death for you. We're oh, going no. to start recording again. <laughs> oh, no, not the podcast. Anything but the podcast. <laughs> no, I, I don't want a podcast. I actually had sex last week. Oh, We're my dragged God. Away. <laughs> Swiss guards to the... Uh... Mavenbergian Papal Palace. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so that's a it's a good good uh, cliffhanger here. Uh, Catholic Mammonberg has now been instituted. We're under a Catholic, like, Francoist dictatorship right now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, um, yeah, so welcome to Mammonberg, everybody. Uh, this would be really funny if this was your first episode. Uh, <laughs> would it? Would it be? Just like... <laughs> I can't think of a better place, though, to start either. So I guess, look, uh, we, we we talk about the news usually. Imagine but, yeah. starting on the Blacker Carlson episode and just thinking that's the entire show. Oh, what? yeah, the Critical Race Terry one. Oh, God, yeah. 
You remember that one, yeah, yeah. Yes, I remember Critical Race Terry. <laughs> that was Sean's character was Blacker Carlson. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh, yeah, we are we're back. Finch is back. Jackal is out today because he's moving back to school. Yeah, it's truly. You know, pro, uh, Prot Boy Summer is over now. Protestant Summer is over, and and now we're in the uh, the Catholic Autumn here. We're Catholic Girl Fall. Catholic Girl. Catholic fall. Girl Fall. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, school's starting back, and uh, and we got some news for you. And you know, maybe speaking of school, why don't we start off with uh, student loans? What do you guys think of that? That was a real mask off moment for a lot of people. Oh my god, yeah. The the student loan stuff. Yeah, no, Josiah, fill us in about what happened. Alright, so in uh, exciting news here, of course, I, I think everybody knows uh, Joe Biden is extended the student loan pause until December and forgiven some of the debt. So I think anybody who is making less than $125,000 a year um, will get at least $10,000 removed from their forgiven from their debt. And if anybody is a Pell Grant recipient, I believe you'll get $25,000. Um, I don't know if that's on top of the 10 or if it's... I think it's um, 20000 20000 Yeah. I don't know if it's on top of the 10 either. I think it's just 20000 knowing how the U.S. Yeah, government works. Yeah. If this holds true into the future, this is this is very good. I, it's not great, it, but it's, it's good. It's not enough, but it's definitely like, hey, we're actually moving in the right direction here. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, yeah. So so yeah. So th- this has been kind of a whole thing because it, it's amazing that how mild of a uh, policy this is. It's it's really not that crazy, especially for like those like not to show my cards, but like I will say, ten thousand dollars is going to be like. A fraction of of my student debt, you know, a notable fraction, but still a fraction. Um, you know, it's definitely not enough, but it's a step in the right direction. And even this like little moderate thing is already causing so much freak out. It's been, I think, as Finch just said, like it's a mask off moment for so many people. So people have just been like losing their mind. A lot of so called uh, Christians this. losing their minds about this, which is yeah. I'm I'm gonna have a mask off moment here myself. I was able to pay off my student debts, but like mm-hmm. the and that's why it's so baffling to me to see all these people like this isn't fair to me who had to pay off my student debts. Why mm-hmm. then why can't every everybody have, has to suffer like I did or whatever? To me. When I see, as somebody who was able to pay off my student debts, I don't feel like I was shafted in any sort of way. I feel like, oh, great, my friends are not, are suffering less. 
They yeah. have an easier. <laughs> they don't have to go through time. the bad thing I went through. Yeah, yeah. that seems like a re- mature response. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Finch, we can't as Christians just expect people to forgive our debts as we forgive our debts, our debtors. And lead us not into you know. temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the king. I mean, man, yeah, cannot... you know, the prodigal son coming back after he blew all his inheritance and getting a feast is not really fair to the son that stayed by his father's it's side, not. is it? <laughs> oh, my God. It's, yeah, pal, yeah. why don't you atone for your own sins? We can't, we can't abide in the crucifixion knowing that Christ atoned for all sins. Pay your own sins, buddy. Fuck you. Oh, man. It's it's incredibly funny uh, how many people are suddenly not, you, you know, not a fan of unconditional forgiveness of anything uh, when it feels like that's the whole basis of our, our religion But here. isn't, isn't um, that like, um? but that's really, I think, like a symptom of toxic individualism in the United States as well. Because we have the rugged individualist, you know, mindset. Yeah. And so that has become so hyper individualistic, you know, Mm -hmm. it's my gratification at any cost. It's, oh, well, this good thing shouldn't have happened to you. It should have happened to me. And I can't let you have that good thing. You know, right. Absolutely. We're in a very selfish culture, I think. It's a, mm-hmm. it, we're in a very, very selfish culture, which is exuberated by capitalism. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and it, it's it's to an extent that people don't take, um, I don't know, the beliefs of their own religion very seriously, which I think is just, it's it's incredibly funny at times to see um, the concept of uh, unconditional forgiveness being appalling to uh, Christians, because that's again, definitely kind of a thing. It's definitely like an American Christianity problem. It's definitely, it's probably not unique to America, but I feel like other places probably have a, more of a balance. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I just feel like people don't, most Christians don't take Christianity very seriously. I think like in America, and we'll discuss this later on in the podcast, but I feel like Americans really see Christianity as more of a cultural fact. Um, facet than like yeah it's a signifier it's a signifier rather than actually believing in you know a higher power and it's often coupled with whiteness too it's often coupled with like Mm -hmm. just white culture so if you're if you're kind of a part of white culture there's nowadays there's like a specific kind of style of either new age or like liberal christianity that um is just kind of coupled with whiteness and it's just like Mm. you're either part of that and i mean liberal in that that could be like conservative denominations too i just mean that like it takes the beliefs of christianity and makes it into something very kind of weird and like non-committal mm-hmm. as we see with a lot of like weird kind of non-denominational churches like the joel osteen types they don't really have coherent beliefs yeah. about anything mm-hmm. yeah prosperity gospels. this stuff is, is definitely, yeah yeah but actually that that that's a semi-related, that brings me to a semi-related point, is, like, how little Americans, and I mean, and, and I don't want to both sides it here, but from a lot of different walks of life, how unwilling they are to, like, commit to religion, or mm-hmm. certain religions, and I mean, sometimes it's justifiable, like, you don't like the doctrine, you don't like some of the exclusive things of certain aspects of certain religions, like, hey, I have my issues with Catholicism, but mm-hmm. I don't, it's very, it, it's like... Because you have the New Age stuff, right? Um, which is kind of like, you know, pick and choose. I know that there are a lot of New Agers that have, like, they like some of the trappings of Christianity, but they can't really, they don't like Christianity as a structure. They like yeah, Jesus, yeah. 
they don't, and they like like some of the things about the saints and stuff. They do not like Christianity. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them specifically don't like kind of like the deification of Christ, which I'm like, that's kind of the whole point, man. Yeah, but no, no, no I'm not talking mm-hmm. about deconstructionists. I'm talking about New Agers. But I'm going to get to the kind of Christians that have that attitude, which is more of a. It's a lot louder in the conservative. Yeah. Wing yeah. of Christianity. I mean, of course, you, you see this with liberal theologians and deconstructionists as well that want to kind of like be touchy feely, picky choosy about like what they want to commit to. But I think that it, I think it is at least like that faction is being honest that they don't want to commit. It's the yeah, conservative faction that wants to sort of bolster themselves up as, yeah, we are the saviors of Western culture. We are the saviors of Christianity, blah, blah, blah. They're attacking our church. And then mm-hmm. they're, they, they're the ones that are kind of like semi, like their actions kind of indicate to me that they don't, if they believe in God, they are not afraid of him. Yeah, they're yeah. kind they of not, the they do not, who... I, I won't even say afraid because that's kind of like a, that's very strongly, I would say they don't respect God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't they're respect the God who, like, at all. They shrug and they go like, well, what, like when you're like, oh, we got to defend the church, you go like, well, uh, which church? Like, what are you talking about? And they just go like, well, you know, what is a church? And, you know, what, a, you know, well, I'm not even... you know what we mean? We have to defend the Christian community. And then you're like, well. Oh. And it's also just like Christian figures. Yeah, it's it's a love for Christendom, but yeah. not for Christianity or um, even just the dogmas or God as a person. Yeah, I mean, Greg Abbott, uh, you know, he's Catholic, mm. might have converted to try and swing the uh, uh, Southern Texas population, but that's neither here nor there. You know, he, he might bang on his drum about being pro-life, but he is very, very excited to execute people every other week. Yeah. So it's very, you know, he has a touchy-feely approach to this. Sure, he hates, you know, he, he hates the solidarity aspects of Catholicism, which Pope Francis has started to a- emphasize. I mean, mm-hmm. fun fact, Vatican City is the most unionized country in the world. Oh, yeah, baby. I don't, like, it's not just like a non, I, there's not just here in America, this non-commitment to Christian ideals and values from like this liberal faction that you know that stemmed out of trauma there is a non-commitment from the conservative faction to just like because it's easy i i yeah. it, I, I hope i'm making sense with my points here well, no, yeah, you're... i want to i want to own up to my own sin because like i the liber- like they annoy me but the thing is you have to look at the material impact they're not like mm. they're not guiding policy about shit like the 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 kind of liberal yeah, there, yeah there's no deconstructionist party yeah there, uh, there's no you deconstructing know, politics yeah you get that with conservatives who actually want to guide policy and like ruin people's lives so there is a material like as annoyed as we get at the the liberal wing of this kind of christianity uh, mm-hmm. it, there, it's infinitely worse that you have conservatives who are like, I'm going to ruin someone's life at like the drop of a hat for not meeting my contorted expectations on what the religion is even about. Yeah, no, I, I, I 100% agree with that because like, yeah, yeah, because I, I just don't think, um, I, I think the, the, the deconstructionists or, or liberals, um, you know, and I come from a liberal denomination, the, the liberal denominations are dying out for the most part. They don't represent a voting block that's really meaningful in any way in the same sense as like the, the Southern Baptist. Right. You know, if you can win the vote of the Southern Baptists, you could, especially in like Texas or 
you know, states like that, you you can win an election. Like it's actually a a, a block. Yeah. The the SBC actually kind of represents this whole uh, Christianity as a signifier thing pretty well, though, because if I remember correctly, the SBC grew during the Trump admin. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who hadn't uh, gone to church in a long time who were Trump voters ended up joining the SBC. Um, yeah, that and is I true. Highly, highly doubt. That they were just doing that for, um, uh, that they had some come to Jesus moment through Trump, the Trump's admin. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I I hope that's the case for some of them, but I I, I highly doubt that. I think it's politics mixed in with uh, the faith. Yeah, politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but as as for student debt forgiveness, um, one of the funniest things to keep happening, of course, uh, over the past couple days on Twitter, uh, just just been a wild fun time because people are getting mad. People are getting mad that we're you know forgiving uh, giving debts as we forgive our debtors or whatever. You know, everyone's pissed at that, and they're going off. And almost all the people who were mad about it received PPP loans that got. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that got forgiven. And this has just been like the same joke every time now on Twitter where it'll be like um Steven Crowder will be like you can't just forgive loans and then like some random account with 10 followers will like reply like Is this, this you? you with a screenshot of just a googleable piece of information about his thing, you know, and then ratio him and it's just been happening on Twitter over and over and over. Yeah, I mean the Marjorie White House. Taylor Green. The White House the White is doing House, this. Yes is doing this now <laughs> i mean i think, what has gotten okay. into brandon i really dark brandon yeah, they, rises he he rises from the ashes of in inaction he finally got access to the adrenochrome and he is he's going nuts let me tell you they've spliced <laughs> him with like lizard dna he's becoming like he's becoming more powerful he's like started to mutate yeah, I think I think I think uh, it would be funny if we found out the conservatives are right because oh man, he's been floating some like antitrust legislation ideas yeah. too lately. Yes, it'd be oh really funny God. if I I'll be fucking I will I will be so happy if I've been wrong about Biden and he is the next FDR. I would be so happy. I would love to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, it would he could be the just... next JFK. Hopefully, you won't get shot. Oh but... God. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, the, so the thing to me about it, like, I understand the compulsion to, like, try to, like, hold up a mirror to these guys and be like, hey, listen, you're doing this thing. And, like, I know this is the only issue I have with it is I know they don't care because, like, the conservative yeah. project's not about, like, ideological consistency. They, they don't they don't have an ideological, like, oh, God, <clears throat> what? We were caught in a lie? They, no, they do this, like, it happens, like, every few yeah. hours. Yeah. But- my only hope is, though, that people who are falling for the shtick that the conservative thinkers are doing can see that they're charlatans. That's my only that, hope. That, I think, would be good. I think it's a good project in that respect, but it really is just kind of like, they're they're really just, at this point, so ingratiated in their environment that they're you can't tell them anything. Like, they'll say over and over and over again, basically, like, what? Uh, you know, of course we're... Mm-hmm. Of course we're, um, uh, of course we're we're paying back the loans. Of course, uh, of course. I mean, uh, we're responsible Americans, and then, it, you know. it, it it still like it it still shocks me. Like the contempt and dishonesty these conservative mouthpieces can just spew things. 
Well, yeah, because I mean, we see like this, this whole thing fucking goes on every time where they'll say something like, you know, this is coming out of taxpayers pockets if we forgive loans. And this is um, not true because it's already out of taxpayer pockets. I, I th- feel like people intentionally forget the concept of what debt means mm-hmm. when they when they're doing the shtick. It's already been spent. The money's out there. The only thing that cont- like keeps this going is a moral sense that you are supposed to pay off your debts. That's the only thing. Yeah, if you it's don't a, pay it's, your it's, debt, it's, like just like let's say in a vacuum, there's no police or anything, and nobody could do anything to you. Nothing is going yeah. to happen to you if you didn't. Yeah, the pay. money has been spent. It is in the hands of Simpson College for me or whoever. That's where the money is now. And so the money, you know, there's no, this cost, this doesn't cost taxpayers anything. Like, (laughs) yeah, I um, mean, and I'd rather the money be spent on this than like weapons of mass destruction. Exactly. I mean, like at the end of the day that, I mean, you know, I I definitely can give my more like neoliberal defenses of a lot of stuff like debt forgiveness or, uh, you know, um, uh, single payer health care being cheaper for the american economy than what our current system but even then even if it did cost more uh i would rather that taxpayer money go to that than blowing up children in somalia or whatever right (laughs) seems fine by me (laughs) it would be nice if the government used the the absolutely gratuitous amounts of money that are funneled through them each year to you know do things that benefit uh, everyday people. That would be great. It would be awesome if we lived in a democracy. It would be awesome if we lived yeah, in a democracy. It would democracy be. is a novel concept, Jonah. I wish somebody would actually try it one of these days. Oh, Alright, shall we go on? Yeah, we can, we can move to a different subject. First and foremost, if you are a $10,000 student loan person and you make less than $125,000 and that's, this is getting ready to be forgiven, uh, we're happy for you. We want good things for you. We're happy for you. We're glad you got We want you out of debt as quickly as possible. We want you to get out of debt, and we're happy for you as individuals. We're also simultaneously angry on behalf of the people who paid off their loans and uh, feel screwed. And you know why they feel screwed? It's because they got screwed. That's why they feel screwed. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. It's just intellectually dishonest, and it's, it's obvious political it is, yeah. It's a ploy. I, yes. It's a, it was a campaign promise. Will you who shut is up, your, man? Listen, who is on your list, Joe? This who is, is on your so list? Gentlemen, this is, I think this is so unprecedented. We have ended. That is, forgive us our trespasses as we also forgive those who trespass against yeah. us. Just like that. God, this is aggravating. Um, all right, in equally important news. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! This has material concerns for material the average impact. Here, here at the 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 leftist podcast, Manenberg, we only focus on things that have structural impacts. Shia yes. LaBeouf uh, could American come to society. your parish. You don't know. Yes, of course we were talking about Shia LaBeouf converting to Catholicism. And, uh, you know, I I don't have a horse in this race, so uh, Finch, why don't you tell us about Shia LaBeouf converting to Catholicism? Yeah, I mean, what is there to say? Shia LaBeouf converted to Catholicism (laughs) after studying for the Padre Pio movie and, like, hanging out Uh, in a monastery. uh, Finch, uh, uh, put the AR-15 down when you're talking about this. (laughs) 
Yeah, and like he really likes Latin Mass because he thinks the other one, the the Novus Ordo, is selling him a car. Uh, I, the, the gun keeps getting raised every time you mention like another detail about this. Finch, put the gun down. Finch, sure put, put it down. All right, no, I'm not. I'm fine. I'm totally. I'm totally fine. You she's know? flailing it while she's saying that. <laughs> She is like the stock of the rifle, like just like constantly butting like a, a voodoo doll that has like Shia LaBeouf's face printed on it. She says, I'm fine, and then shoots the lamp behind her. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, um why why do why do we have some beef with this? I, because I, I'm not mad that Shia LaBeouf uh converted to Catholicism despite uh some a few people's interpretation on Twitter about why or even that he's tread. I'm, I'm, I'm mad about the fact he's obviously not serious about it. Like, yeah. I mean, like the dude was beating the shit out of his girlfriend for like years, and mm-hmm. he has a big gum to Jesus moment. But instead of being quiet, instead of being like, oh, you know, I, you know, I thought about a lot about it. He doesn't mention his misdemeanors at all. I don't think, you know, or like how sorry he is about it, or like if he's going mm-hmm. to work to like. You know, or, like, be an exa- set an example for, like, former abusers or anything like that. What he does is he showboats on Word on Fire oh, about yeah. an very yeah. ultra-conservative fas- faction of the church that is, like, 2% of all parishes in the United States anyway. Yep. And, and it's just, the like... The loudest... Hang on, uh, Phil. Hang on. I, I hang know. On. I know. It's so bad. Hang though. on, Philip. <laughs> The said actors of like the Latin Mass or whatever the Rad Tried movement, they all really hate women. I'm not. I'm not gonna sugar. They hate women. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're pretty big misogynists. So yeah. I mean, and there's so, a continuity there with fucking Shia LaBeouf being like a spousal abuser. Like, and I mean, this is not the right. first time re- abusive men have walked inside churches. Marilyn Manson did this. Oh god. With an evangelical like the- church. Yeah, or non-denominational like church, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, Kanye West's weird thing that he has going on. The, um, yeah. the like, the Yeez church, where it's, like, very, <clears throat> very odd. He just kind of, like, you know, I, I would never let Marilyn Manson atone for his sins. I would kick him down a flight of stairs, Aleister Crowley style. Yeah, but I think he, Shia LaBeouf here is using a big, uh, he is using a very classic tactic of sanctifying, of putting a sanctification stamp on himself, uh, in which he is chosen an ultra-conservative faction of the church that he knows does not hold people accountable mm. in the way that the Lib Boomer Parish does. Oh, God. That was, that's another thing I'm going to talk about that rubbed me the wrong way. Let's, um, real quick, I want to throw something in here, because there looks like there has been an update to this since since we threw this on the list. Oh. And he has gone on the record to say, um, I hurt many other people and many other people before uh, before that woman. I was a pleasure-seeking, selfish, self-centered, dishonest, inconsiderate, fearful human being. Oh. And it's it's got some pretty good, like... I owe this guilt for the rest of my life. Like a very kind of, so he might have a genuine conversion here, but why I don't think this completely invalidates anything we've just been saying here is it still is notable that he is joining a denomination that is notoriously misogynistic. Well, a faction of a denomination. Yeah. Or yeah, or not, sorry. I'm, got protestant brain uh but you, you <laughs> well, know what i mean, I mean? no like, i uh, mean catholicism uh, is mis- misogynist but this is violently misogynist yeah yes exactly this this chunk is a very now if he was just regular catholic i wouldn't say the same thing but specifically going for like the latin mass stuff and all that like this is a very 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 women don't have rights attitude and so like 
even if he is actually on the path to like trying to change and look for atonement for this shit, this is a really bad environment for him to be going to people who do not actually see any weight to the shit he did. It is. It, it's yeah. genuinely appalling because Bar- Bishop Baron has been tied up with like a-, a bunch of shit now that actually relates to this himself. Like, mm-hmm. not necessarily, I'm not sure if he has done anything himself individually, but I know he has obviously protected abusers. He is perfectly yeah. fine. I think there's one woman who works at uh, Word on Fire, God bless her soul. Um, he, <laughs> oh, man. I can't imagine... <laughs> The one woman at the one woman at Word on Fire, but you know, all I like I said, uh, she deserves everyone's sympathy. (laughs) But also, like Baron is like um, Baron is kind of the ultimate culmination because I've read some of the like I bought one of his I forgot what it was it was Augustine's convention uh, confessions because I wanted a hardcover version. Luckily, I got rid of it because I actually found. A, a good hardcover that was, like, part of the, like, uh, what is it? Like, the, that special library collection? Like, I don't know. Sure, yeah, yeah. But One of those, like, old vintage library collections I found on eBay was a nice hardcover. So I was like, finally, I can fucking get rid of this thing. But, like, I read the forward. And the forward is, like, you can tell that it's not that Baron is not a faithful person. But I just feel like he has, I get a sense that he doesn't have great intentions with, like, anything he does. It's very, like, Mm -hmm. it's very, like, Western chauvinist. It's very, like, I appreciate Catholicism. I actually believe in it, but I don't mind the people who don't believe in it and use it for Western chauvinism. Mm -hmm. We just kind of have a live and let live attitude in that way. You know what I mean? Ha ha ha. Like, that kind of, that's his deal. Sure. Yeah. He makes no distinctions between the two. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. That's a good point, Phil. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think that uh, it's a good environment for him to be in. I just don't see him taking it very seriously. And not to mention a lot of this traditionalist movement we've seen cropping up in the last few years because, like, the secular unite the right thing kind of fell off after Trump. Very much, as, as we discussed before, a cultural signifier um, because people don't trust the evangelical movement. Uh, it's not like, evangelicalism is a cultural void. It really is. It, like, it is like the only movement I can think of that sucks cultural oh. aesthetics. Sorry, sorry, uh, keep, keep going ahead. There's something I want to throw in about the shy thing, but, um, I'm, I'm interrupting you, so, sorry. Okay, uh, <laughs> so you have Catholicism and Orthodoxy, because Orthodoxy is also suffering this problem which do have aesthetics, which do have history, which do have culture. And people like to attach themselves to that because they are like, ah, this is, for Catholicism, this is the West. Or, for Orthodoxy, this is the true crusade against degeneracy. Yeah, it's it's very, like, um, you latch on to it because evangelicalism is devoid of any, like, cultural aesthetics except for, like, modern white culture. Mm-hmm. So, like, these conservatives have found, like, denominations, versions of Christianity that have long-standing cultures that date pack, you know, thousands of years, and they're just like, hmm, oh, I like this. I can use this for my own uh, purposes. Yeah. And, and much mm-hmm. as I love you mainliners, uh, <laughs> the, the, the churches there are just too, they're either too liberal for these people or they're just too boring for these people. Mm-hmm. So, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, I, I want to kind of re- 
retract my saying that maybe Le- uh, you know Shy is 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 serious here. <laughs> oh, you found something Again. else, Josiah? Mm. Well, because I kept reading this little BuzzFeed article that uh-huh. dropped, and I didn't I didn't realize that there's this lawsuit going on uh, over his abuse, and he's not pleading guilty or anything. Right, uh-huh. he's still like. You know, putting gonna put her through a trial. You know, go go to trial and deny these charges on a, in uh, April coming up here. Oh. So it's kind of like it's because this is the kind of thing though is like especially a very Catholic mentality. I feel like mm. is like you need to fucking do your penance. And I think part of like if you actually did do a bunch of fucked up stuff, which he says he denies the narrative she's pushing, oh. but that he did fuck up. Yeah, it's like okay. If you really, really regret this, like what you would do is take the fucking hit, especially because, you know, shy people, people like Shia are like richer than God. Yeah. So like, you know, they will be fine. Yeah. They take could the take financial this, this hit. Lawsuit give hit. her the money she's asking for. Don't yes. Like, I, I think, I think you should take it. You, you know, if, 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 if I were Shy's friend, <laughs> which yeah. I'm not, I, and you know, he was an abusive piece of shit, but he converted to Catholicism. He regrets it. He wants to atone for it. Uh, you would plead guilty. Plead guilty. Settle out of court. Quietly live your life. Hashtag get yeah. Shia LaBeouf on the Mammonberg podcast. We can still save him. Folks. Honestly, can, I would. Still... Shia LaBeouf, if you're listening, we would love to have you as a guest. Shia LaBeouf, yeah. we can save you. We can turn you into better we... things. <laughs> <laughs> we can make you a liberal mainline Episcopalian and you'll become no, no, I, just you'll no, instantly, no, 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 no. You'll instantly become like twenty years older than your actual age. You wanna it, kill just, this man? You wanna kill this man? No, 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 Bill no, wants no, no. to kill this man. I we, we wow. Can, we can correct your behavior, Shia LaBeouf. We can we can make you a we can make you a kind of Catholic we can make you a Dorothy Day Catholic baby. We can make you yeah, a, a there fucking. You go. We can we can make you like a, a. We can make you a good boy. You could you could actually atone for your sins. Give away all your money. Become an ascetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but, then um, maybe go back to acting like ten years after we've seen improvement. Grow a beard. Yeah, well, go to one of those monasteries. Spend a lot of time hanging with the monks. Just stay there. Just you know, never do another movie for like a decade. Uh, commit yourself to a life of prayer. That sounds actually pretty nice, and you have the money for it, probably, so you could just kind of, like, hang out there for, like, all yeah. time. Well, it's just, that's that's just the thing I, I think is really fascinating about this story, and we'll see, I mean, how it would play out, but, like, I don't know, it's, it's interesting that he's converting to Catholicism and owning up to his abuse and stuff to some extent, but not taking the very Catholic thing next step, which would be penance, you know, like, yeah. actually... Um- uh, just a message to my fellow cast: Stop getting mad about boom. Stop getting mad at boomers for being upset about this because they have valid concerns. It's not just yeah. like, yeah, sure, okay, fine. Some of them are mad that he's tried or whatever. I think there are a little bit more pressing concerns about Shia's conversion than the fact that he's like trad. I get that, like people, like the the young, the young, uh, ortho, uh the young Orthodox, quote unquote want to dunk on the boomers and all the enemies of all that is beautiful and epic about the church or whatever. Stop. It's tiresome. We've been doing this since 2017. Mm -hmm. And you know what has gotten us more incel fascists? I'd rather go to a church full of boomers than any one of these little... (laughs) (laughs) If I go into 
to the Latin Mass, I'm going to get a submissible, breedable GF. Oh God! <laughs> Wait, I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta do a stupid voice then. Oh my God! I look at all these incense. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a girlfriend oh, I wow. can beat every other week. Well, there are so many impregnable women at this Latin Mass. <laughs> wow, they're all so like epic, uh, fertile. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. Kid. They just, they just want to like bear my seed. Yeah, baby. Plastic Woo! crusader outfit, like with a little plastic sword. Like, there's so many pregnant. And I'm saying, I'm not saying that all people who prefer traditional Latin mass or whatever, or even like, I love more orthodox versions of mass that are like not like guitar mm -hmm. and don't bring up like say. I, I like, like, in unmeaningful, like, pushing the culture war things or whatever. I, I like that. It does, you know, being in Italy for several weeks and having that experience, great. Loved it. Um, but stop when there are, like, these incredibly annoying reactionaries uh, mm -hmm. that are obviously racist or obviously don't, are not taking this seriously or something like that and being like, well, guys, you know, it's good that we're converting to Catholicism. Why are you being such, you know, why are you being such dicks about it, guys? Isn't that good? Isn't that good? Well, yeah. It's yeah, good no, when it's they're taking good. it seriously. It's good when the conversion is genuine, not when they're doing it to prop up a culture war. You guys need yeah. to learn how to tell this difference. It's how to tell the difference. When they're, like, one of the people who earnestly shop at Renaissance fairs for, like, chain mail and chain mail. <laughs> they've got, they've got, like, an AR-15 at home, but they're shopping for, like, chain mail and the, the bucket deus vote, like, volt helmet. And they're like, fellas, here's our actual plan to retake Jerusalem. And mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you Yeah, yeah, you that's not somebody got... you should trust their conversion. Experience. Yeah, yeah. Or just, like, even with Shy, like... Um, him being, um, you know, a former abuser going into a notoriously sexist part of the church. It's like, you know, clearly I think there's reasons to be concerned about this and to assume maybe this is not, you know, if he has a real conversion, I yes. have no problem with that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that'd be good. great. That'd be a big success story. And I hope he does. I, I genuinely hope that the church helps him be a better person. Well, because it's like, mm -hmm. like Again, one of my favorite. Oh, sorry, Finch. I understand the skepticism. Yeah. I was going to say one of my favorite, like, Catholic tales of, like, coming back to the faith is is how Martin Scorsese has come back to the Catholic Church mm -hmm. after, like, he was lapsed for years because of the positions on divorce. And then Francis, really Francis, and, you know, even though James Martin has been a little fucky lately uh, on the Twitter.com, uh, mm -hmm. he's been, like, really a really good experience for Martin Scorsese, and I think him coming back to th Catholicism and being like, that's a major success story. I think that's fantastic, because it's, you can see how much throughout every step of his career his religion has influenced his his work right and he never gave it up he just felt like the church kind of gave up on him and now he doesn't feel that way and i think that's i think that's beautiful yeah and i think that if shia labeouf finds something similar that too would be beautiful but it's got to be for the right reasons you know it can't come from mm -hmm. a place of evil that is a good transition point do we want to talk about father jim i think uh, we yeah, should yeah i we, we can throw it out there. Um, yeah. I, I will say it is a bit 
digging up some old news because he did finally, finally, after digging his own grave for like days on end, finally deleted the posts yeah. and apologized. But yeah, because he was like Father half Jim. apologizing a few days ago and it was like, yeah, you just admit uh, you're wrong. Father F- Finch, Jim. what did you fill us Father... in what happened? Okay. Father Jim. Father Jim. Father Jim. <laughs> Not cool, man. Not cool. <laughs> so what what happened? What happened? Uh, well, I was it an archbishop who died? I forget his name. Um, the only problem with him deleting these posts. Um, yeah, it, I believe it was. I believe it was an archbishop who covered up for a bunch of sex. Abuse, yes, but so, he was yeah. progressive. So mm-hmm. Jim, Father Jim, <laughs> seemed to be a little bit, uh, uh, you know, kind of emphasizing the good rather than the bad there. And then, actually, a member of Weird Christian Twitter kind of started the really bad stuff there. Yeah. Because um, uh, somebody had pointed, you know, quote tweeted him and pointed out, like, man, this guy has a history of covering up some sex abuse. And, uh, uh, oh, good old Martin said, well, haven't you ever had a friend who sinned also? <laughs> yeah. Not not good, man. Not good. You Again, know. people got to take this stuff more seriously. I Like... This is the, that's what frustrates me because it's the same thing that conservatives do. It's just like, yeah, guys, he might have you know covered up these horrific crimes, but he really pushed the culture war in our favor, you know. Uh, and I'm like, and I Martin's don't... like the left wing version of the same. Well, yeah. li- liberals on the secular side have been doing this since like the the election, because Joe Biden, when that stuff came out about him about how he was creeping on people, and they were like, well, guys, come on. You guys yeah. really believe that? I mean, Biden would never do that. I'm like, I mean, he is. I think we should take these the allegations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're doing yeah, yeah. the same thing conservatives are doing. Like, anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything <laughs> oh, better no. than you. Yeah, that's so fucked up. At least like conservatives are just blatantly evil about it. Like they, like yeah. we know for sure that they're just doing like when they're moralizing about sex abuse or pedophilia or whatever, they are one hundred percent doing it to for their own gain. Yeah, they they yeah. are actually twirling their mustaches in real time. And yeah, going... they're they they do not care when it's their guys doing it. So that's why it's so frustrating to see like liberal and more progressive doing it because it's like you guys are supposed to be the ones who have the moral high ground here. You're supposed to be the ones yeah, who are yeah. taking it seriously. So yeah. Why are you sinking back into the same tactics that your enemies are doing? Right. And it's no help to the victims. You know, if you're doing this cherry picking thing where you're like, well, you know, this guy, you know, there's some diamonds in the rough. Listen, every guy, for every person who excuses sex abuse, there's one person who excuses sex abuse progressively. <laughs> and I, 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 I like um, Father Martin. He is a very yeah. fine man. I really like his work. This was a big miss for him. Very big miss. Yeah. Well, and it was also a big miss that he went for several days kind of just doubling defending. down on it. Yes. It, it took a lot before he finally kind of admitted that he, he fucked up. But yeah, it was uh, it was it was pretty bad <laughs> because it's like, you know, you are you cannot equate. Oh, I, I have had a friend who I don't know had a as an alcoholic or something like that with mm-hmm. the equivalent to like um having a friend that like systemically helped cover up sex abuse listen i have a friend yeah, who i mean like man you're not addiction. in hollywood come on yeah 
It's like, right. listen, my friend had a notorious addiction to young, young, uh, thirsty uh, prostitutes. Uh, you know, that's, you know, we're, we're sorry about that. You know, we're, we, you know, it's, it's like coming out and our being bad. like, our bad, our, our bad, you know, it's, it really sucks that he likes to like sodomize young women. Uh, that's, that's really yeah. uh, quite yeah. a shame, but at least his politics were great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. I mean, so yeah. Oh, Martin. There's a, there's been a lot of culture war around Catholicism stuff lately. Yeah. I hate love it. it. Yeah, we need I to whip it. up the I culture war about, like, Episcopalians, <laughs> yeah, Josiah. Good, yeah, I, there's you, not enough. <laughs> you need to bring we more need, Tucker Carlson's into your church. I'm not going to lie. We we need to be no, like, no, listen, no, guys, no, 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 no. we're doing mass in English, like the true Anglican tradition. We're doing mm. English mass, and then we're, everyone's just sitting around and it's like, wait a second, we already do mass in English. It's not really that big of a deal. And then you, like, lean in and you're like, old English. Ah, oh, there we go. There we, there we, go. Go. we yeah, we gotta do like, yep, yep, 16th century. I gotta, like, we gotta English do English in like Beowulf text where it's like, oh, yeah. you think like you guys could like do the thing that like those all right girls do with the mantillas where you just come in with buckle hats <laughs> That'd be awesome, and bonnets? Man. That'd be funny. <laughs> oh my god, I I think that we should. Um... We gotta bring back flintlock rifles. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I'll say the reason we don't make the news as much is because uh, we don't do much. So we, we don't do. Much. <laughs> yeah, we're. You should we're do more. Like you should it. humiliate yourselves more. It, it'd be very I funny. Sure, wish we did. I want to prostrate <laughs> myself for the uh, Anglican tradition. I will. I will be joining. Uh, you know, just, just, just like. Oh, I need to atone for all my my English. I need to get like dental work done, which I already have. But I need to get more dental work done to atone for the sins of the British within me. Uh, well, do we want to move on here? Yeah, let's move on. I'm quite close with Mel Gibson. And when I, I didn't know how to get to Latin Mass. I didn't know how to find it. You can't like go type it up online and find it. And he had, he had uh, introduced me to certain Latin Mass, which because he's very into that traditionalist thing. Well, I'm a traditionalist. You know, you start hearing things like that, you, you go you ship out with so much pressure. And so to me, it's impossible to repudiate Vatican II and claim to be a traditional one. More than 20 years have now passed since the close of the Second Vatican Council. I'm going to hunt you down. <laughs> the church has been brought into the modern world. The morning after screening his film Silence for about 300 Jesuits, the U.S. director Martin Scorsese had a private audience with Pope Francis. The Italians be like, I'll break your kneecap. If you go back to Vatican II, you find the seeds of it all right there. Yeah, forget about it, okay? I'm the first document which the fathers considered at Vatican II was on the liturgy. Latin Mass affects me deeply. 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 Uh, last up. Last up. Oh my god. Um, oh boy! Last up. I, we haven't done an update on Ukraine and Russia in a while. Mm. Um, I think because most of the time the update is fighting still going on. Um, yeah, there's still a war, unbeknownst to like everybody on Twitter who's moved on. But yeah, it's, yeah, well, it's still going. 
It's because, it, and I'm not like a, I, I don't think any of us are real like geopolitics experts. So it's like, now we're just like uh, talking about specific, like where they're at, what regions they've taken. It's hard to like have anything to say about that because I don't understand that stuff very well. Um, but there, there has been some pretty major stuff about fight over that, um, that nuclear power plant that's going on right now where they're afraid of blowing it up and causing a bunch of problems. So yeah, that would cause uh, let's a hope bunch that of doesn't, wouldn't you know? let's hope that, uh, doesn't go that way but um the other the other notable thing that i think is interesting but fucked up so yeah whatever um so there is a uh so dugan alexander dugan's uh daughter daria dugina uh was was murdered or assassinated or whatever you want to call it in a car bombing in moscow uh last week so i don't know why i'm using such negative language about this i think i think because i i feel like i would rather dugan had gotten blown up i i feel like dugina Sounds like she had been opposed to a lot of Dugan stuff and then only recently supported the war. Yeah. Um, kind of out of pressure to kind of like get closer with her father again. Absolutely. So I think I have a little bit of a little bit of sympathy for her. Um, however, it's it's a war and I understand why this shit's happening and Did you hear about Pope Francis got in the middle of that drama? No, what happened? He was just like he just like expressed sympathy. He was like, Hey, this young girl uh, got mm-hmm. blown up. That's really sad. And then the Daily Beast mm-hmm. was like, Pope Francis, this is so tone deaf. You need to tell everyone that you want St. Petersburg yeah, war, to be nuked. War crimes are actually uh, good, guys. Uh, hi, <laughs> you don't understand. Collateral damage is moral, actually. You can't moralize to me about it. There's, like, I hate that. I, I legitimately hate that behavior. And maybe... Maybe mm-hmm. they could call me a moral absolutist, but I, I just don't think we should be sitting down, da- like sitting down and being like, ah, oh, don't worry, this this young girl, regardless of her origin, like her familial connections, it's perfectly fine that she was killed in a car no, bombing. I, I now whether or not it's justified, I think is harder to say because mm-hmm. you know she was being a pretty big spokes spokesman for the war and yeah. defending it at home, but. You know, I, I think it's fair to have kind of a both, you know, like it is both. There's probably there's, there's a bit of a tragic interplay. story that, you know, she had been such a dissenter against her father for so long. And then yeah, I finally think she, was... she switches over and yeah, she's pressured into it. And yeah. honestly, like, I don't want anybody. I don't want the U- I certainly don't want the Ukrainians to die and be like colonized. And I don't want the Russians on the ground to die. I don't want anybody to die except for like war criminals and rapists oh uh, see war. now for instance dugan i'd love it if dugan died. yes um that would be totally and fine yes. and he also- had a heart attack um actually the same day and so there was suspect like s- speculation that he was getting poisoned or something because that's right. a classic russian uh classic assassination russian move. assassination tactic, yeah it really is people um uh, let Especially me you, related to Ukraine, too, because that's... There was uh, one well, guy, this is a complete side, he was assassinated by what people theorized to be a KGB agent, who put a small metal ball, he injected it in his, like, leg mm-hmm. with an umbrella. It was like that's a covert op, injected, and it, the, the ball contained an extremely lethal poison that there's no remedy to, and it, like... It completely killed this journalist who was like having dissenting opinions against like he was a UK journalist railing against Russia. And it was just like this was in the 70s and everyone was like, fuck, dude. 
that's I will... like next level. They're ruthless in their assassinations. They'll they'll just kill mm-hmm. anybody. I will concede. Yeah. As much as it pains me to say it, though, this is unrelated. But much as it pains me to say it, I will concede one thing to Brev. Uh, I do oh. think that making Russia a pariah state was probably not super. I know there weren't no. many options, but like the fact of the matter is, I think that bol- emboldened nationalism in Russia. I think that they probably yeah. just took their took that it took that to their advantage and be like, "Look, ha- look, everybody is persecuting us." Mm-hmm. Well, what if Except that happened, for like Kazakhstan, that could happen in yeah. China, like in yeah. a few years. I mean, all of our propaganda right now. I mean, it's pivoted. I mean, as much as we're railing against Russia, we're also equally railing against China at the same time. And they're still, you know, on paper, communists. So they're like, look mm. at these fucking Western people. I mean, they still give us a ton of money, but also mm-hmm. they just won't relent in their, like, basically cultural distrust of us. And I can't really blame them for thinking us because we're really everything's China's fault. Like, everything is China's fault, especially yeah. in the mind of conservative politicians. So I, yeah. can't, I can't blame the Chinese populace for thinking that, like, we... For thinking that each um, individual American despises them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I understand that. I, I always had a lot of affinity for um, Russia. And, I mean, in part, that's, I think, why I specifically really hate Dugan and Putin. Because... Mm. You know, I, I think that Russia could be something cool, but you, you do see this like nationalism is growing. And, you know, I, I have gone back and forth on like stuff like the sanctions, but I do think that that the sanctions are probably going to cause a little bit of, you know, it, it, there there is emboldening nationalism going on here. The other thing is like to how much emboldening nationalism is justified in the case of like trying to end an imperial war. I don't know. Um Mm-hmm. It's 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 a hard situation, but I, I will say for for those who aren't familiar with with Dugan, um, he's he's kind of like Putin's brain, right? He's he's a political analyst. Um, he's he's a philosopher. He was also uh, this is why I'm interested in him specifically. He's tied to the National Bolshevik Party. So him and uh, Limanov were the the founders of the Nazbols. Oh wow! Uh, oh, I have to read so Limanov still. So that, yeah, that makes is, sense. This is a whole thing that I think people don't realize when they talk about uh, Putin being a far right government. It's like, yeah, his his like chief, you know, analyst behind a lot of his policy decisions is the fat the fascist wing of the Nazbols. L- Limanov is a fascist, but his is like more like the romantic wing, if that makes sense. It's like the people that read too much poetry and decide to be heroic. It's like that shit. As like, yeah, it's like Dugan the- was the one who was very cold, analytically fascist. You know, right. That was his yeah. like his approach, and they they ended up splitting over that issue. Limonov um, is kind of like the person who spins the heroic narrative about the young Russian soldier who becomes like a martyr for the cause, and that all people should take his example, like that kind of shit. Well, yeah, Le- Limonov is all about strength, um, though specifically. Um, I, I cannot recommend enough uh, Emmanuel. Kur- I'm definitely mispronouncing. I'm that. looking at right his, now. Yeah, his like, his biography of, of Limanov is fucking incredible. Um, but a- anyway, um, D- Dugan's Dugan's a monster, and I I uh, would have been fine if if they'd targeted him. And I still understand the logic behind targeting his daughter, but I I do wish that it had been him and not someone who has a kind of complicated relationship to this stuff. Right. So I think it's kind of possible to both pragmatically say I understand why this happened 
I still have solidarity with the Ukrainian people and people trying to end this war, even through assassinations. However, mm-hmm. I think it's also fair to say it's a tragic thing. That it yeah. Happened. So. Um, Absolutely. I think that's about it. I think that's that's kind of what we got lined up today. I think we can How fit one feel? more uh, lightning round topic in. I don't know. Do it. Let's. Yeah, we we are we've only gone for like an hour. If anybody wants to throw something else in there. Oh, let's let's go over some updates to the um the Mar-a-Lago and uh the, the oh yes the yeah. saga of Dark Brandon as he grows more powerful. <laughs> Yeah, what is there been an update on the Mar-a-Lago stuff? Since? Uh, so an hour ago, uh, Trump has re-upped requests for special master, but glosses over some questions from. So uh, Trump is like he's being taken to court, a federal court, over Mar the the Mar-a-Lago raid because he's obviously harboring documents that he wasn't supposed to have. So obviously they're taking him to federal court, but um they keep messing up the legal shit. They keep, like, yeah. because his lawyers are so inexperienced with, like, federal courts, because, like, Trump's never been, to my knowledge, he's never really been tried in a federal court. It's mostly been, like, mm-hmm. non-federal courts. So this is their, like, first time in a federal court. So he's kind of like, this is new, uh, this is new territory for Trump. Uh, so, uh, here's some news from CNN. Uh, former President Donald Trump responded Friday to a judge's request that he elaborate on his request that the court appoint a special master. So... Trump has been calling for this, um, he wants an independent review of the documents that he stole. He wants okay. some, yeah, so yeah. he wants an independent reviewer to a- assess if they were of any, like, importance. Obviously, Trump's strategy here is to hire somebody who's, like, an independent reviewer, who's like, oh, I've looked over the documents, and they're, well, there's nothing really incriminating about the United States government in these, even if there is. You know, mm. he's just going to be like, well, you know, there's nothing really incriminating in uh, to the United States government in these documents. So uh, I don't think we should really do anything about this. Oh, the, well, sorry, folks. I, I think we should just cancel the whole trial, don't you think? And then, like, obviously, every like, you know, he's just going to do a little song and dance and tw- like wave his hands a little bit. So anyway, so it, Trump wants to appoint essentially a special master to look over that shit. And then he wants to like, so he, he wants, okay, so Trump's new attempt to refine his bid for a special master came after the freshly released affidavit made public new details about how the Justice Department approached the search. The FBI told the court when seeking the warrant that it planned to send to Mar-a-Lago a privilege review team of agents along with the agents working on the investigation. The privilege review team would be in charge of searching the room referred to as the 45 office, which is Trump's Saul Goodman-style fake president office uh, that he still uh, <laughs> claims is, like, the true presidency, because he is a he is kind of, like, you know, the seed, you know, he he's the seed of all seeds, so he's just, like, sitting in there, like, I'm the real United States government, I, this is the 45 office, I'm still president, they never, I got the election, so I'm, I'm president for life, all while, like, a bunch of, like, kind of bloated Floridians kind of, like, you know, w- like, kind of waddle around and, like, be like, oh, yeah, wow, look, it's the president's office, the real president, uh, fucking, fucking Brandon, you know, and then that. So anyway, um, so essentially, they sent a, a review team in, and Trump is pushing back and being like, "No, no, 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 no! I need my own special reviewer. If you guys get a review team, I get my own special reviewer who can 
uh, actually declared Look at the classified truth of the documents. Case. Awesome. Yeah. All right. He's yeah. basically yeah. <laughs> he's doing... I, I got Rudy Giuliani here, uh, and he's gonna. Take I got Rudy I'm sorry. Here. I just like can't take any of this seriously. It's I just don't have anything to say on this, guys. It's just it's so it's so funny. It's, it's so absurd. Oh, it's been so funny to watch this whole story play out. Um, well, and I, I, Phil Chrisman actually said this on Twitter the other day, and I hadn't thought about it. He's like, what happened to the whole Saudi, um, the whole Saudi secrets thing going? Oh, like, that kind of disappeared yeah. from the news after we talked about it. And I, I would like an update on, was, was Trump selling nuclear secrets to the Saudis? Yeah, I kind of want to know. <laughs> Like, how big of a shit show is this going to be? I really... Yeah. Listen, it's just good business. You know, I commandeered these when I was president. I am allowed (laughs) to sell them. It really felt like this was going to be the thing to sink Trump. But now now I'm not sure. I'd like to I'd like to see more. But I mean, it's still pretty bad. Um. (laughs) I feel like he's just going to do like he's going to like do a Saul Goodman style like last hurrah where he puts on a great big show and whatever happens happens. He's just going to go up there and be like, listen, I didn't know they were Saudis. They never told me they were Saudis. I don't assume that kind of thing. You know, I, I, for what everyone uh, betrays me as, uh, you know, I, I didn't assume they were Saudis. They were just good, good, well-meaning folks, uh, trying to purchase nuclear launch codes. I'll also say it's pretty fun if you just Google Trump and the news, you know, select news options. Because this isn't even the only thing going on. Oh, let's see. Let's. Let's Trump and then let's, let's go to news. Let's use. Uh, let's see. Google. We got from the Washington Post. Uh, Trump's Truth Social hasn't been paying bills. Uh, <laughs> Bill Barr describes his most awkward moments in Trump's White House. Oh boy. Uh, election data breach attracts Georgia investors. There's, it's just like man, things are going not going great for, D- uh, for our, Jared our, Kushner our yeah. is promoting his memoir. Uh, Jared, please Kushner. no got, more. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> fellas fellas guess what we have to read the jared kushner memoir for no, the we show <laughs> we have me. to read the jared kushner no we don't no yes. we don't i feel like on the on the first page it was like he's just gonna be like it was the best of times it was the worst of times but you know all being said there were a lot of great times in the trump white house like when he told me jared uh, go out there and uh, make sure to do, uh, you know, some some real illegal shit, which, you know, I, in all my good graces, said to my father-in-law politely, no. Uh, oh, man, here's a fun little story I just read it to. A- Alan Dershowitz says the, DO- the DOJ has enough evidence to indict Trump. Alan Dershowitz, who has been a, a Trump defender this whole time, is even like, yeah, buddy. Yeah, they got enough material <laughs> to put this guy away. We're, uh, we're, uh, yeah, you're, you're out of here. So, um, They can't execute me. I was a former president. They can't, uh, even though I did treason. I don't think they're going to execute It wasn't him, treason. Phil. I know, but, like, it, it, yeah, I, I think, think they they're going to send a former president <laughs> to the electric chair. No, they're well, gonna do. They're, they're gonna draw and quarter him. Obviously, they're, they're supposed uh, to execute traitors, whatever that means. So it would be funny if they were like, "Well, you know, he was a traitor, wasn't he?" That would be pretty funny if they executed Trump. They just like it's just like uh, you could like smell like his 
as as he begins to sizzle, you you smell the faint aroma of uh, a Big Mac cooking on the grill, and uh, it all comes full circle, folks. <laughs> yeah, frying in the electric chair, and it kind of smells like burnt gravy. Hey guys, uh, why don't you have a title for the news? Trump fries. Ha ha ha! Get it? Because he likes fast food. Oh God. <laughs> Stop, that's literally what a serial killer said. That was like his last words. That's what I'm referencing. Ugh. French fries? Uh, (gasps) Oh my god. Every single Um, day it hurts to wake up in the morning. Alright, can we wrap this up? (laughs) Wrap it up. We can can kill it. I have a fancy little play I'm gonna go to and sit in the opera box seats and like look out of in my little glasses. On behalf of the Holy Father, of course. Uh, So... Naturally. I'm going to go do a bunch of dishes. Um, Yeah, so it's officially been instituted. The Catholic dictatorship of Mammonburg has been instituted. Uh, This is the the cliffhanger ending. Um, The finchening. (laughs) You guys are like in chains at the podcast table. And I just like (laughs) go out to the porch and I have like all my medals on and like the dictator hat and like the the gold cord. (laughs) Everyone knows that the only one that can save the Protestants will be Jackal Goodman. <laughs> and we, people are wondering where Jackal Goodman has been. And so we'll uh, we'll see you all then when that arrives. But let's let's sign out here. Of course, the dictator of Mammonburg herself, Finch. Yes. Hello, everyone. This is now uh, Mammonburg Papal States. Instead of the United <laughs> States, it is the Papal States. That's uh, right. I have put the uh, heads of all the Neo-Confederates um, I have defeated on pikes outside the palace walls. And I'm currently standing out on my porch just like somberly, uh, you know, you know, looking out into the distance pensively. I have these two bum, bum. chains behind me for their insolence. <laughs> oh, no, I'm in chains, and but like not the kinky they... kind. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the dictator of Mammonburg. I'm sorry, it's been so long. I've been like spending like about eight weeks drinking tequila with my uncle every every Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can find me at finchawar.com. Uh, finchawar at, on twitter.com. I, I run a Breaking Bad fan account now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking to see if finchawar.com has been taken. You know, that URL is available. It is. Wow, it is. Maybe, maybe so. I will take that URL for my own. And then we've got a, a in t- chained up uh, Episcopalian podcaster himself, Phil. Oh no! Oh oh! I'm being held in chains. Uh, I I uh, I finally finished that bag of chips like an hour ago. But like you know, this, I thought that was going to be my last meal, and now it's kind of like upset my stomach a little bit. And I'm like, well, I, that would suck if it was the last meal and made me rethink my life choices a little bit but you can find me at cryptid director on the twitter.com where i post about um balls wait i don't i don't post about balls i could post about balls pay me pay me folks (laughs) thank you phil and i am of course josiah i get um uh rebel podcaster right now protestant dissident um i i started at the top as as a leader of of the protestant 
uh, Mammonberg, and I now I'm at the bottom as a, as a lowly dissident in the Catholic Mammonberg. And you can follow me at Josiah W. Sutton on Twitter. Uh, I have not put out any new fruitless lately. I just lost track of this month, but I will try to put some stuff out next month. Uh, I think that's all I have to say. And I'm going to be on an episode. I don't know which, but I am. Yeah, you'll you'll come you'll come here soon. I'm we're gonna talk about movies. Um, yes. And yeah, so uh, get out of here, everybody. Go. You can leave now. You've done your time. <laughs> yeah, just a, just leave Josiah and us to to the, the horrible torment that we're uh, going to experience for the next week. Yes, and yes. join us again next week to find out what happens to Catholic man and also if, if Trump is gonna be put in the electric chair. <laughs> Alright, see you everybody. That would be a shocker, wouldn't it? We're just normal men. An ancient man. We're just normal men. What do you mean, normal men? We're just innocent men. Like 1800s? Don't you want to go away with me? Would you shut who is up, your, man? Listen, who is on your list, Joe? This Who's is on your so list? Gentlemen, I think this is so It'll be like humans never existed. Oh, it's technology. We also have forgiven our debt. More than 20 years have now passed since the close of the uh, Second we're happy Vatican Council. We want good things for you. We're happy for you. The church has been brought into the modern world. I'm quite close to Mel Gibson. It's just intellectually dishonest. And it's it's obvious political. Ploy. It is, yeah. It's a ploy. I, yes. I'm going to hunt you down. <laughs> I'm gonna hunt you down. <laughs> Latin ass. <laughs> well, I'm a traditionalist. If you go back to Vatican II, you find the seeds of it all right there. It was on the liturgy. Yeah. It's just like that. God, this is aggravating. Latin mass affects me deeply. Deeply. U.S. Director Martin Scorsese had. What is normal men? To me, normal men. We're just innocent men. <laughs> We're playing for H2Q a little bit later on. So if you'd like to play H2Q, email soon if you see that BBC dog goes on again. Oh, you do it. Do you get permission? I'll leave your phone number because by Jingo, it'll be worse than this if you don't. Oh, you're just kidding, you love this. <laughs> Thanks so much for watching. If you enjoyed this video, I encourage you to share it and be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel.